little personal news. I'm going to take some time to have less risk of heart disease, a better outlook on life, and just find more motivation for my goals while lowering stress. I'm going on vacation, Kelly. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, you're going on a big vacation, but good well, for you. It's like a half work, half not vacation, but I'm just here as a vacation advocate to tell you that you should also take vacation. You, Kelly, and, and you, you know the more broader you. Um, I'm glad that you got there because this the timing that when I first met was not as much of an advocate of vacation and the benefits of it. So I'm, I'm glad that you got there. A little bit of maturity. Well, no one told me. You just shamed me for not being a vacation person. You didn't actually like sit me down and tell me how great of a thing vacation was. And also, I was like a tightly wound like lunatic who was just so happy to be hosting a radio show that like I was afraid to lose it. And that in there is the lesson. Um, but I went, um, I'm going uh, today, tomorrow um, with my husband. We're going to Greece for a couple weeks. And I'm just, I'm so excited about it. And I'm in a place in my life when like I have a couple of jobs, but I have no like main, like real job. And so mm-hmm. I'm in a, like, I don't know if that's going to change next year or if that's never going to change, but I am seizing, I am carpeing the diem and we're doing this. That's great. I mean, you first off, I mean, I just the warning, like you've seen the headlines with the bags and, you know, all the things like your check bags. We're doing totally carry on bags, right? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing like five bathing suits, five pairs of shorts, some T-shirts. Okay. And we're, we're doing Don't, this. no, and no check bags. No, no. Although we are checking a bag of sunscreen. It's a long story. My husband likes to spray on stuff. You can't get it in Europe. It's a whole deal. So if that yeah, doesn't make like, it. Yeah. Because it like kills the environment, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if that doesn't um, make it, then I'm fine with it. We'll 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 pivot. But yeah, that is we've been collecting uh, um, we've been collecting spray sunscreens, and we're sending them to a checked bag. <laughs> you know, you put a little air tag in them. I'm not taking away from your vacation, but the, like you know, they're saying that so you can track them. Oh, we do if, that. If yeah, to get lost. Okay, got yeah. the tiles. Throw them in there. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Great. So you are good to go. You got your sunscreen. You got your bathing suits. Um, I assume you're bringing your laptop. Bring my laptop. Bring my like TV gear. Bring my microphone. Um, but I'm gonna be like casually checking in once in a while. But I'm like I'm ready for this vacation situation because I don't know what I'm gonna be able to do this this big again. And you know the World Health Organization found that 745,000 people died in 2016 from heart disease and stroke due to long hours that they said the trend might even get worse during the pandemic. Of course, that article I'm reading verbatim is old because it did. It did get worse. <laughs> I'm here from the future to tell you article. It did get worse. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for you. I, you're, you're really going to enjoy some. I hope you don't check the email too much. It's fine. And also in this world of like whatever post pandemic, we're still in the pandemic, whatever world we're living in right now. Um, I think people are really embracing that, that time off and understanding its benefits. Yeah. Researchers found Kelly that people who are 55 hours a week or more are associated with a 35% risk of stroke and a 15% risk of dying from a heart attack versus those who work 35 to 40 hours a week. I'm still in the 55 plus and out cat, you know, category, but for the next couple of weeks, I won't be. Well, you know what they say, Tommy, don't work uh, longer or harder, work efficiently. That's so, what I'm yeah. shooting for. You, um, like kind of, you, you, you've been doing the working and vacationing kind of like throughout the summer. Like I, I, I 
you're constantly mm-hmm. on, like I see you doing work stuff, but also you're like at places. So is that for you, someone who loves like a good vacation and a good like Rehoboth week, is that, is that hitting your needs if you're like on and off? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, I think my, my, my full-time job gives um, unlimited paid time off. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. So I haven't really pushed that limit yet, <laughs> um, but they, that's what they say. Uh, but I think that in this day and age, now that you can do a zoom call, like what, who cares if I have to come off the beach for like an hour and get some lunch and take a zoom call. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't stress me out, gets the job done. It's one less thing I have to do when I come back from vacation. Yeah. I kind of feel that way. Do you, do you like, have you done any of the like just shutting off completely? Cause I, I'm hoping to do that yeah. for a couple days. I did. I did over the 4th of July. Nice. For sure. Very like nice. that whole long weekend. It was just nice to like, I turned off all the things to did the out of office thing really just, which was great because a lot of other people did that too. Mm-hmm. But I know you'll be on your phone on the beach, Tommy. I know you, I know you, you'll be looking at things. It's, I mean, I, what I, you don't like go take a book and like shut down for like eight hours on the beach. I take a book on tape and I listen to it for a lot of time on the beach. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I'm currently, and listen, listen, I'm not, I'm plugging my other podcast, Walk a Mile. The Librarian of Congress said that listening to audiobooks counts as reading. So that is from the highest librarian in the land, appointed by the president, confirmed by the Senate. So nanny nanny boo boo. She is also the woman who is in charge of the National Book <laughs> Festival, and she is even pro audiobook. So. <laughs> It was very kind of her to, to share that with you. Do you have a list of books that you're listening to? Um, so I, uh, I'm currently listening to First Women, which is a story. It's like the story of like the first ladies that was optioned from the Showtime show that I watched. It's so good. Like, it's really good. Um, and I'm listening to that one. And I've downloaded a couple other ones. I downloaded 1984, too, because I never um, read that in high school. And I feel like people are referencing it these days. So I was just like, let me just get a little kiss <laughs> to what that's all about. Okay. Um, I still have the Rob Lowe book on my uh, archives. It's just hilarious. I'm never going to listen to that. Um, uh, do, do, do. I downloaded last year the Colin Jobes book, Very Punchable Face. And it is true. He has a very punchable face. And I'm really, I got like, I, I tried to listen to it a couple of times, couldn't do it. I'm going to spend a lot of quality time with Dave Grohl, though, and his book, The Storyteller, because he mm. narrates his own book. So love that. I'm, I'm thinking, like, if you're going for the classics, like, why don't you do um, uh, Lord of the Flies, Animal Farm? I mean, you can really dig deep. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> or there's um, Margaret Atwood's book that's based on Handmaid's Tale. Um, that that could be another one mm. people are referencing these days. So yeah, I'm just saying. Um, I also looked, read, um, and I'm reading a humble inquiry about how to use questions to get what you want. Uh, also, Malcolm Gladwell's <laughs> book, Talking to Strangers, was so good. Speaking of podcasts, he made it like a podcast. There's like audio clips, and then he hired like those actors who like voice the, like in a book, you know, in a book when it's like, and then Mary Smith said, it's like a great day for trees. Well, he has actors jump in on all the quotes, so it has this whole experience to it. Uh, he's going to make it one day. Yeah, that Malcolm Gladwell, man, he's, he's all right. And then I listened to Dick Gregory's book, um, Defining Moments in Black History. 
Tom Nichols, our own worst enemy. Welcome to my book club, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And I, I, I downloaded the Bitcoin standard, but I'm like not going to do that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like you're good. Yeah. Um, did you did, the, the Rob Lowe um, book that that I gifted to you when you did you ever read that? Or is that the book that's on on your? So I have the autographed copy you gave me on my bookshelf, and then I li- yes. started listening to it on audiobook. And he so, tells, he reads it. The book that um, we gave you, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't just me. That's a fake autograph. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. I've always been meaning to tell you that. And I'm like, oh, I got to tell Tommy that now that enough time has passed because it's been at least four years. What the actual? F- <laughs> you owe me a book. You owe me a present. It wasn't just me. I had a colleague that helped me do it. I actually believed you got that done. And then I've told people you got that done. <laughs> no, it was like a last minute gift idea. We were we were desperate. Who decided to Sorry. sign Pablo's signature? Was it you or Jen? I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but <laughs> it was you, wasn't it? Because you would sell her out in this situation because she's not here to defend herself. I believe you. the sig- I believe the signature is 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 my handwriting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. I mean, I did go online to see what his signature looks like. I say this to you so there's no pressure for you to listen to the book. I mean, now you can just, you know, get rid of it if you want to. And you gave me his, like, cosmetic line, too, or his, like, his, like, what's it called? His, like, body wash, whatever the hell he made. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a whole package. I know. I know you you love him. (laughs) So a a very dear friend of mine is actual real-life friends with him. Which is how I met him initially when I was on that like Mm -hmm. reality show uh, (laughs) pilot that never went anywhere about young Washington when I was young in Washington. I told her that story and I thanked her because I assumed she had something to do with that. And she let it ride, too. I am mad at all (laughs) of the women in my life. I'm sorry, Tommy. She didn't deny it because I was like, oh, I know you have something to do with this. Like, you're amazing. And didn't deny it. <laughs> didn't deny it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think we asked her. <laughs> of course you didn't. <laughs> sorry, Tommy. Well, what else of our friendship going to lie, Kelly? Because I've never lied to you. <laughs> That's not true. And it was more of a white lie, not a, like a. I mean, uh-huh. it, it wasn't it wasn't malicious. You know how seriously I take presents. I'm just saying is all. <laughs> I know. I know you do. You violated you a do. sacred piece of our friendship. You lied about a present. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? I don't know. I'm going to go on vacation for a few weeks and I'll think about it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs>